You're listening to Building Resilient Health Infrastructure with Asper, a podcast from the HHS Asper Critical Infrastructure Protection Division. If you have any questions about this episode, please email us at cip at hhs.gov. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Michael Eltringham, a program analyst within the HHS Asper Critical Infrastructure Protection, or SIP, division. Alongside me is our division director, Dr. Laura Wolf. How are you, Dr. Wolf? Excellent. We're back for another episode. Uh, we're really excited about this podcast. We hope you all have been enjoying them. Uh, today's question for the episode, how do supply shortages impact the healthcare and public health community? So to kind of lead us off here, the healthcare supply chain, why do we care about it? Why do we care? So much of the provision of healthcare relies on supplies um, uh, and uh, relies on a lot of them. So, uh, healthcare receives shipments of products throughout the day. Like a major hospital re- will receive deliveries throughout the day. So, if anything impacts those deliveries, um, transportation issues, uh, they could be put at risk. And if something stalls those deliveries for days, that could be a reason a facility has to has to shut down or, or evacuate if they can't provide care. And I think one of the interesting things about the healthcare supply chain that maybe folks don't think about it as a system in and of itself, but it really is one of the most dynamic types of systems within the healthcare and public health sector, right? Sure. I mean, to to get to that just-in-time delivery mechanism, uh, you need the production of these uh, products, which often relies on deliveries from overseas. Uh, raw materials or APIs come over from Asia. Uh, that product may be produced in, in Asia or, or somewhere overseas, might be produced in the U.S., but that manufacturing occurs. Then there's a large network of healthcare distributors, uh, some third-party delivery trucks that bring it uh, that last mile to the facility, and then the, the processes in a facility of coordinating the ordering and distribution within a hospital of a product. Those all have to be working synchronously throughout uh, throughout the day to keep those systems going. So that lends itself to the concept that, boy, this must be a, it could be, or hypothetically be a fragile kind of system, don't you think? It is very fragile, and there are a lot of threats to that system, as I mentioned. Natural disasters could get in the way, transportation challenges, uh, international policy changes, because we rely uh, so much on foreign sourcing of materials. It's very fragile. So we have a lot of partners within the, on the private sector side, obviously. Can you talk about some of the efforts or, or maybe the, the ways in which our private sector partners organize to address issues related to the supply chain? Absolutely. So uh, one of our partners is the American Society of Health System Pharmacists. And these health system pharmacists deal with shortages all the time. Uh, this year alone, there have been shortages in pain medications, anesthesia, saline, um, their job has, has often become a more focused on logistics of supply chain than on uh, managing a pharmacy in and of itself. And so that uh, society has partnered with several others, uh, the American Hospital Association and the Society uh, for Anesthesiologists, to really think about the implications of shortages for um, national security. And so they um, do a lot to communicate with their partners uh, at the facility level for some best practices on how to work through shortages. 
So for saline, uh, there were different types of devices that could be used that minimized the amount of saline you actually needed, uh, different procedures um, uh, that, that could be workarounds for using, again, large volumes of saline and, and, and shrinking that volume needed. So they uh, do a great job of sharing information with their practitioners about what to do. Uh, we also had calls and resources through ASPERS Tracy, uh, the Technical Resources Assistance Center and Information Exchange, uh, some webinars and great products of, of how to uh, mitigate those problems. Um, so at this point, you know, when we learn about shortages, basically our response is to talk about how to deal with it. We don't know ahead of time what those problems might be, but with the lessons that we learned in uh, our hurricane experience, maybe there is more we can do ahead of time to anticipate where there might be national level shortages because of an event, and we're going to try harder uh, you know, in the future to, to prevent more of those. I think it really underlines the kind of importance of the partnership because that's an area where there's so many moving parts that you really need that coordinator response from you know, obviously the private sector side, the distributor side, the manufacturers, all that stuff, and, and the government as well. So I think it really shows the importance of that public and private partnership. Sure, and we, we try to paint a realistic picture when, when talking with our partners. So often there's not a lot that can be shared um, from manufacturers and distributors, and, and the question that we often get is, well, when, you know, do you anticipate recovery in a few days or weeks? Um, and so we're, we're able to sort of be, provide a realistic perspective of helping our partners think through a long-term shortage and planning in the long-term that, yes, this could resolve in a few days or weeks, but please think about a long-term plan um, uh, for uh, a, a supply shortage. So we, we try to help with that perspective of, of realism and, and helping uh, someone think through and justify to their leadership why they need to be uh, more strategic about preserving supplies that are on hand at that time. So it's a complicated issue. It's a issue with a, a really a, a lot of different subtopics you could get into. But as an overview, I think that's uh, that kind of shows you, our listener at home, the uh, the importance of it. And and again, what a dynamic kind of issue it is with so many moving parts. And I'm sure we'll cover that more in the future, the different aspects of it. We could even have an entire episode about cybersecurity impacts on supply chain because all of those systems rely on cyber systems. They're all so, so interconnected. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's impossible. To, there's always overlap. And, and yeah, absolutely. Uh, I think that'll be great. So that's our episode. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. If you have any questions about any of the materials you heard about today, especially uh, I really recommend everyone check out uh, as for Tracy that Laura referenced, they have a lot of great materials on not just supply chain, but topic collections on so many different issues related to critical infrastructure protection and other kind of healthcare and public health issues as well. Uh, check them out if you have any questions about you know, anything else. Please email us at cip at hhs.gov. Again, that's cip at hhs.gov. And again, if you have any feedback on the podcast, we'd love to hear that as well. Recommendations on future topics. We'd love to hear what you want to hear about. Uh, that's, that would be really important to us to hear. So thank you again. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Mike. And thank you for everyone listening at home. And we'll see you next time.